0: Hello and today we're doing a nice little game week preview for game week nine and it is of course Everton versus Watford on Saturday and Watford come into this off the back of a 5-0 defeat to Liverpool whereas Everton off the back of a 1-0 defeat to West Ham United and here we've got myself, the Watford juicer, FPL Army, and also the Everton juicer, it's Stephen Brogarth. How are you Stephen?
1: I'm good, thanks, for Roberto. How are you doing?
0: I'm good, I'm good. I mean, as good as I can be after that absolute mess. Um, look, it's the first game. I think it's going to take a while for we to get our kind of teeth into the Ranieri system, but look, it, it was not pretty. So, yeah, what we'll do today is we'll kind of preview our thoughts on our teams and our opposition. We've got this weekend and, and kind of give you that little insight into into some, some assets to, to think about. So... I'll start off with you, uh, Stephen. What were your thoughts on on the West Ham game, just generally from a football point of view, and 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 what you can kind of take from that game?
1: Yeah, I think um, the result was a fair result. Mm. Now that, that it wasn't, we weren't actually terrible at all. Um, the problem we've had, we've kind of managed through Gray, Townsend, Decoré we've kind of managed to scrape through without a striker. Yeah. Um the last few the last few matches and it caught up with us against West Ham. Um I I think the result probably would have been different if we had DCL or a Charleston available. Um nothing personal against Rondón, but it it just it, it, he's not up to 90 minutes of Premier League football. Um Having said that, we, we didn't create an abundance, but yeah, we, we weren't awful. Um, however, looking towards the Watford game, DCL still isn't available. And one of the, I guess, uh highlights or high performers of our campaign so far, Decore is also going to miss out. Yeah. Um, on the plus, it looks like Richarlison is back in contention. So, yeah, Um the Decoré thing i think could be a bigger problem than people realize though yeah. um we play a two man midfield and his legs alongside alan because he he's got such a good engine has kind of allowed us to play a two in midfield i don't know uh if that will work as well with um tom davies alongside mm. alan we'll have to we'll have to wait and see yeah um yeah. but what what did, what did you make of the ranieri appointment in general not not just the the first
0: game but um well for me i think it was hard for any other watford fan uh to to see that of course because shishko munoz was a wonderful man a great you know guy that did give us back a bit of um feel good factor in in the championship and he did his job really um but i feel like he just went into the season we, we kind of gave him the chance where we really should have thought does this guy have enough experience is he out of his depth and honestly, I think he was. So I think Ranieri is a very interesting appointment. Um, He has the complete opposite qualities to Shishko Munoz, lots of experience. And actually, he has done well to kind of get these teams that aren't necessarily full of money and full of quality players. But actually, he structures them well and he gets a, b- a bit out of them. And we saw that at Sampdoria, where he kept a team that was struggling up with very little funds. And I suppose to an extent you saw that with Leicester, but obviously to win the title was was beyond his wildest dreams. So I I really like the appointment. I think based on who we could have got, someone like Eddie Howe, Chris Wilder, I think he has more experience than all of them. So I I liked the appointment. It's not Um, the Watford
1: way really, is it, either? Yeah. Eddie Howe is a sort of long-term... Yeah. I mean, has he worked with the owners
0: before? Uh, Well, he was at um, Chelsea and then obviously... He, he he did have a few um, interactions with the, the father of Gino Pozzo, um, Gianpaolo Pozzo. So he kind of knew them vaguely, but he, he hadn't had the chance to, to kind of link up with them. But he yeah had good connections with the family. And then apparently straight after the Leeds game, it was as sudden as that. He got a call from Gino and he basically said, would you like to come to Watford? And I really liked the comment he made in his press conference saying, why not Watford? Not why should you go to Watford, but why not? And he's yeah. happy that the club has got some ambition. Obviously our number one goal is to stay up, get 40 points, but he, he likes the the project at Watford and it's a project of getting in young players, developing them and trying to stay established. And we, we were in the Premier League doing that the last few seasons, but it just maybe ran out of time uh, with the the manager turnover. And I think, this season is is another one where we want to get a, a, an identity back. We haven't had that for no. a while. Um, but with Ranieri, obviously we have to be patient with these games. But the hope is that he will give us a bit more uh, of a of a playing style and a bit more uh, aggression, especially against these difficult teams. Because against Liverpool, that didn't look like it. It you know materialized. I think you've got to think about as well. Thursday was the day that he kind of got the, for the first time the whole squad and and met with them. So He's still got a lot of time to, to kind of get his philosophy into them, but it was just a, an abject performance all round, really.
1: Yeah. Cool. And looking towards second Merseyside opposition in a row, mm. um, what, what are you thinking about the fixture on Saturday?
0: I think on paper, it's the sort of game that I'm not going to be, you know, I'm going to be realistic here. I think we could win, but I, I would have said that a few seasons ago when we were, you know, the best of the rest doing quite well in the, in the, in the league with, with this team is just in such a bad place right now. Um, It is a team that doesn't look like they know what they're doing. They don't have a system. And ultimately the players don't look like they have this kind of constant manager that they're playing under to kind of rely on the certain tactics and the certain style that Ranieri wants to play. So, for me, I think Everton are a good team. They're established in the Premier League. They've got a great history. But on their day, you know, we've seen in, in the in the past few seasons, they can, you know, fall up short to these lesser-so-called teams. So, I think it's a chance for us. But off the back of our recent performances, I think you would favour an Everton home win. I think the, the goals have been really flowing in from Townsend and Damari Gray recently. So, I could see those two causing us a, a few problems.
1: I, th- I think it's a good time to play us. Yeah. Um, I think I think if we'd managed any type of result against West Ham, the sort of feel good factor would still have been there. Um, I think it was a bit of a reality hit. Mm. And and look, everyone fit. We've got a really good starting eleven the problem is we, we have no depth whatsoever and it's, it's catching up with us already and what game week nine. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, yeah, as I said at the beginning, I think no decore, um, no Calvert-Lewin is, is a good time to play us. I, I honestly, for me, I think if Richarlison is fit and starts, um, I would, I would fancy us. Yeah. If he's not available, taking Dechoue out of the team that played against West Ham, I, I, I'm not particularly confident to be honest. Um, Everton have a habit of uh, being the team of firsts, so if a team needs to get their first win or, yeah, it it historically seems to be against us.
0: We we can relate Um, to that. We can relate to that. We've done that a few (laughs) times this season. Yeah.
1: um, But no, I think, I think it would be a good fixture and. One thing we hate, he, uh, I say hate, we don't have pace in our back line. Mm. Um, Godfrey, Godfrey is quick, but for some reason Benitez doesn't really fancy him at centre-back. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I think Sarr could, could, uh, could cause some trouble for us mm. on the weekend. But, yeah, for me it hinges on, on the Charleston's fitness. Yeah. And from an FPL point of view... I'd even go as far as to say with the Lukaku news, that could be a very interesting differential because he would play down the middle. Yeah. Um and on paper home to Watford, you know, if we if we're if we're gonna win and score a couple of goals, I'm sure he would have been involved somehow. So yeah. potentially one to look at.
0: I think uh, he is a very good uh, asset for this game. Look, he does score often against us. Um and I also think that the defensive side of things for us, that is a great game for Richarlison. We've only got four real defenders that we want to play. Um, so what we did against Liverpool was we had a really weird formation. It was almost a four-four-one-one, But we had our left back, Messina, playing at left wing to double up on Salah. And that didn't work. Rose was the left back and he he had a torrid time all afternoon. We subbed off Messina. So really, we've got two fit centre-backs up against Richarlison if he's fit and yeah. Decore obviously is, is a miss for you, but I think we still haven't been doing well in that midfield battle. Um, sizoko has been good, consistent, but other than that, we've had a lot of switching and changing and, and Jurai has been awful. So I think there's a, a lot that could go wrong for us, unfortunately, on Saturday, but I think the, the miss of, as you mentioned, Decoré is going to be really important uh, if, if Watford can get a foothold. Um, and I think from an FPL point of view, I I know a lot of people will be saying Sar, so, and I agree with them, but I think Joao Pedro should be given a shout because he looked really good against Liverpool when he came on off the bench, and he's getting back to full fitness now without Joshua King, who is not perfect fitness. He could give, get given a start, and I just think... Up against your centre backs, as you mentioned, quite quite slow. Um I'd rather that than a than a defence that's that's injured. But Pedro has got that kind of pace to him. He showed it in the championship last season and he's still developing as a player. So I think he could be a real differential if you're if you're willing to basically rip up the rule book.
1: All right then Roberto, cards on the table, prediction.
0: Oh, it's a tough one. Um my heart says two nil Watford, my head says three one Everton. So I'll go in the middle and I'll go for a kg, but a point at least for Watford, 1-1 one, one draw. Right. What are you saying?
1: I, I, I'm saying that's a potentially good shout, to be honest. Um, I, think, uh, I think I'm going to have to back us, though. I think, um, I think we'll have enough. I, I think Watford will score, um, but, but I, think, I think we'll nick it 2-1.
0: Yeah.
1: That, that's my prediction. And, but uh, we will see. We will see uh, five o'clock on Saturday, won't
0: we? Yeah, we will. <laughs> uh, and just quickly, predicted scorers in that in that two-one win. Who we saying gets on the score sheet?
1: Gray's drew a goal again, uh, and if he's fit, Richarlison, because he scored against Watford every time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. I'll say in the one or draw, I don't know some rogue goal from Emmanuel Dennis. He's not been in good form recently. He needs it. <laughs>